0: I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together we, we watch anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films. Of the same genre. Of the same genre. And watch them so you don't have to.
1: I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch you'll know what's a surprise hit... And what's totally... What rhymes
0: with dirty, flirty, skirty and hurty? It's 30! Yes, 30 <laughs> episodes of We Watch Anything are here on the internet for you to enjoy. And this it's, it's, itself is episode 30. Hello listeners and
1: welcome to our big 3 Wow, that's really exciting and what an intro from Benjamin. So 30, so that's three films per episode. What does that make? That makes...
0: Come on, I'm I'm not even going to tell you this because it's particularly easy and you are entirely useless.
1: (laughs) It's a lot of films, Ben. It's a lot of films. I'm going to leave it at that. It's 10
0: off 100.
1: (laughs) Which is very exciting. I think we've done well, but... um...
0: Well, I, yeah. I'm not sure that's entirely true. Although, actually, this is our most um, recently connected set of episodes in a while. So that's that's quite good. We're back on track with our two-week release
1: schedule. Yeah, which feels Long good. Long may it continue. And, and as we did with the 10th episode and the 20th episode, it is now time for us to do a quick roundup of the last 10 episodes. Recap time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you worked on a sting for this for this feature, dude? Uh, yes, here it is. <laughs> Didn't you enjoy that? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, in fact, the this ten these ten episodes started really well with our episode twenty film documentaries one. That was great. That one. That was
0: an absolute corker. We all had something. We actually we had. You know, three bits of quality. Oh no, we had two bits of quality on in yeah. individual movies, and one thing that we just went, that's not very good, is it? But not we very enjoyed good, but it, but not but liking
1: it, it. it. Yeah, we enjoyed it, because it was still about an interesting subject. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But your one particularly, which I then watched, was fantastic. Lost Soul was great. Really enjoyed oh, that.
0: So good. It's one of my favourite things I've seen.
1: Yeah, that's... actually, some of
0: my favourite things I've seen have been in this last ten. Strangely.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. We've watched some. I mean, I think I've had some real clunkers, but I've had some good ones too. I really enjoyed Five Card Stud, which was my film on the Western episode, episode 23. Oh, yeah.
0: And I've really enjoyed our um, uh, our dual movie on that, The Homesman. Oh yes, that was good, wasn't it? Yes. I'd forgotten yeah. about
1: that. And um, oh, and rom-coms. I re- we we had another trip to rom-com land and Maid of Honour was fantastic, my one. And we both quite enjoyed The Accidental Husband, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Despite so many flaws. I didn't really have a very good time with a couple of our combos though. I didn't enjoy that um, oh, The Hatching, was it? Was that the name of the crocodile one?
0: Oh, the bad West Country crocodile yeah, one. Yeah, I really no, like, didn't like
1: that. Combos have not been particularly
0: brilliant. <laughs> I've had some absolutely corking. You know, um, the, the combo I think you might have hated the most was unfolding in the haunted houses <laughs> yeah, one.
1: That was terrible. Yeah.
0: But that also meant that my my solo movie Housebound, which I'm going to still urge people to watch, was just uh, yeah, brilliant.
1: That was great, and I watched that too. Yeah, the, yeah, I, I double double recommend for that one. Definitely, it's fantastic. Yeah, but, and we've uh, had you know the '80s was fine apart from the movie that i hated and then
0: i mean for me last last time round tower i'm still have you watched tower yet no No, i haven't haven't. got around to it yet i've spent ages i've kind of been in two minds about telling lots of people to watch tower because i kind of really want to just tell them to listen to the podcast but at the same time i i can't help myself to go just watch tower just watch tower it's brilliant it's brilliant brilliant yeah
1: yeah 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 Yeah. well i'm definitely going to watch it dude i mean it it sounds good but Mm. no not got around to it yet sorry that's fine, and we had some um, yeah, we've had some other little, little little peaks and troughs in the,
0: in the journey from tw- all the way from tw- 20- twenty twenty. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: well, actually, last time you mentioned uh, in our animation episode, you mentioned the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe that car- the, yes. the cartoon, the animated version, and I looked that up just because we were talking about some of the voices, and interestingly, it was made by CBS. Mm. So it's an American production, which I didn't realise, and there were t- no, there are two there are two casts, and there? there was a US voice cast and a UK oh, voice cast. Oh no way! Cast. So if you go on YouTube, as you said, you can. There's an American version and the British version are both on there. But anyway, the White Witch was played by Sheila Hancock.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm sort of slightly interested to watch it
0: with the American cast now, and then just go, no, it's not my thing. I don't <laughs>
1: like it. Well, I looked at it and just. Um, I think the Lucy character had really quite an annoying sort of classic, um, slightly whiny voice, you know? It's, uh, not, it's not to say all Americans have annoying, whiny voices. It's just annoying. No, Amer- very it was few of annoying. them
0: do. No. Cool. Interestingly enough, though, actually, that sort of segues quite nicely into this month because we, we're we doing musicals this, this month. That segues quite nicely into this episode because we're doing... Um, we're doing musicals this episode. And we are. I, last time round, I sort of went off in a small tangent saying, you know, I haven't seen La La Land, but that's not on Netflix. Well, as it turns out, La La Land is now on Netflix. It pretty much turned up on Netflix the day I said, well, that's, that's not on easy. Netflix.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And have you watched it yet? No. No, all right. No, I was going
0: to, in preparation for this podcast, as an added bonus, but then <laughs> I didn't. Um, I just watched the movies
1: that were connected to this. I podcast. I bet you I thought, so many people will be tuning in. Hey, I wonder what the We Watch Anything guys think of La La. <laughs> no, I mean, that's going to be what they're clamoring about around the nation. Saw <laughs> the Academy. I don't care
0: about <laughs> Roger Ebert. I, you know, Mark Hermode, Who's he? We Watch Anything. That's the place I'm going to for my massively late La La Land. <laughs>
1: Information. i really got the giggles. Um, oh. Yes, yes, I, well, yes. I noticed that too, and um, I've been excited about musicals for some time. Because um, yeah, I mean, I, right. I definitely like a lot of old classic mu- musicals, but there are also loads of old classic musicals that I cannot stand. Um, but I really have enjoyed. Um, you know, the more recent ones, like I, I don't know whether you'd, you'd quite call it a musical, but Pitch Perfect definitely, obviously, is a strong. Sort I, of, I think Pitch Perfect in some ways has to be because because the, the music, hmm. the musical numbers,
0: move the plot along and inform the plot.
1: Of course, I, I suppose though if you define a musical by something which at some point has an annoying character walking down a road going "I'm just walking down the road" in that way that it does, then Pitch yeah. Perfect perfect doesn't qualify as a musical but i agree i still think it basically is a musical and it's and it's fantastic yeah. too but um do you know what i mean i, I, I mean i do i do know what you mean i do know what you mean out of the classics my favorites would tend to be uh guys and dolls i like high society i like and a few of the other you know singing in the rain's good obviously i like mm-hmm. bits of call me madam but i can't bear what's the one with Oh, I quite like Oklahoma. That's got some good bits. My Fair Lady is incredibly long. Have you watched My Fair Lady recently? It it goes on forever. Massive and massive and massive, yes. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I was forced to watch Greece a lot when I was a kid. So although I do quite like Greece. Oh, I love I, Greece. I, I like Yeah, but I slightly associate it with being forced to watch it by Elder Sisters when I wanted to watch Dirty Dozen The Next Mission or Dirty Dozen The Fatal oh, Mission. Yeah, fair enough. Whichever, I, whichever one I'd recently rented.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to stick in a, uh, a, a finger in the air for Cabaret
1: as well, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, never a favourite, but yeah, I do like it. It's awesome. Oh, Meet Me in St. Louis. That's a classic. I've never That's seen it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well we're well, now we're just listing musicals. Um yes. well how about you tell us about a musical, John? <laughs> yeah. One that you've
0: watched that I haven't watched, <laughs> okay. and maybe not many other people have watched either.
1: Okie dokie. Um I watched an Elvis movie. Um Which they- probably quite a few people have seen then. <laughs> <laughs> but not for a while. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, yes, I watched Girls, Girls, Girls with an exclamation right. mark after each girls, um, from nineteen sixty two. And um, is this a, a
0: feminist classic?
1: Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Thought so. Um, uh, Elvis plays a um, a Hawaiian fishing guide, <laughs> stroke sailor, called Ross Carpenter. Um right. He's very much into boating and sailing on the sea, and um, which is good. And he takes posh idiots out and shows them how to fish, or he actually does work as a fisherman as well, and he tends to sail a lot with them. With pretty ladies, right? um And basically, Does he though, serenade them. Yes, but um, I'll come to the serenading. Okay. But basically, excited, he, sorry, he, he's a poor fisherman. You know, he's down. On, he's not down on his luck as such, but he doesn't have much cash. And the whole thing is that he's his main thing is that he wants to save up enough money that he can buy back the boat that he built with his father. His father died a long time ago. and these nice people bought his boat from him and let him work on it but he wants to get enough money together to buy it. Fair enough. So that's basically that's him he's a bit of a womaniser and he also sometimes sort of walks into um, walks into works at a um, nightclub where he just sort of sings he moonlights occasionally singing but uh, during the course of the film this becomes a permanent fixture and mix in with this there's a love triangle because uh, although he it seems he he de- he doesn't have any problem um, picking up um, there, there, are, there are two ladies in this film there's this kind of um, there's a club singer <laughs> so I don't know why that made me laugh um, called Robin who's played by Stella Stevens and then there's another uh, female character called Laurel who's played by Laurel Goodwin and um, okay and she and so Stella Stevens is a bit more, a bit more femme fatale, a bit more vampish, yeah. but but you know she's still. Well, I think she's awesome actually. And then the the other one is um is she's a bit more of a sort of sweet girl next door character. Mm-hmm. Um and, and mixing with this there's this kind of really sleazy guy who makes advances on the sweet Laurel and um, also, you know, has cash. So he basically wants to own Elvis Elvis's boat and. Elvis doesn't want that that's enough of the plot I think for girls 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 (laughs) um (laughs) so he's got an
0: enemy and he's got a goal
1: he's got an enemy he's got a goal and he's got two two ladies that that are interested in his affections okay Okay. and 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 the film's got about 12 songs um including the absolute Elvis classic return to sender Oh, I did not know that. Was was that from the movie? Yeah, yeah, it's from the movie. Worked into the movie. Yeah, no, it's from the movie. And, well, well, no, it's not because, you know, it doesn't, because he's a performer in a nightclub, it's yeah. not. It's not part of the movie. As in, there's no bit. There's no plot where he's going walking along a, 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 across some set with a with a you know with a with a letter in his hand, you know, returning it to Sender or whatever. Mm. There's nothing like that. It's just the Return to Sender bit is him in the nightclub singing Return to Sender. Oh, to sure. An but was
0: it was it one of his? What I mean is like, was it released beforehand that was one of his hits kind of thing? No, no. And it they, they, it coincided.
1: It no, it coincided with this film, and from this film, it became a hit kind of thing. Marv. Anyway, so um, a lot of the songs are quite forgettable. The worst song, <laughs> okay, well, right, I got off on a bad start with this film because, like, okay, every film is a product of its time, isn't it? Yeah, and cool. um, and and sometimes when you watch an old film, uh, some some outdated element can get under your skin, and other times you forgive it. Yeah, you know, like High Society, it's a definite favourite film, musical film of mine, but the message of High Society seems to be. Forgive your man if he has massive affairs and get back together with him. Yeah, it seems to be the subtext of the no, Big well, Crosby Grace Kelly kind of yeah, kind and, of. Yeah, you know,
0: the, the the ending of Greece has got the most terrific gender
1: politics ever. Yeah, exactly. So Do, exactly. you
0: don't need to change for her. She's got all nice and slutty for
1: you. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh brilliant, thanks. <laughs> it's like in barefoot in the park as well. <laughs> you know, Jane Fonda has to be sensible. Yes. Anyway, you know, so but it, it's just whether it gets on your skin, and the very this starts with the title song, "Girls, Girls, Girls," which is appalling. I mean, it's awful. <laughs> it's just, it's like I'm going to read out some of the lyrics because it's uh, it's girls going swimming, girls in bikinis, <laughs> oh, girls a walking and a wiggling by, yay, 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 girls on the beaches, girls, oh what peaches so pretty lord i could you know it's just honestly it's (laughs) It's a lecce song it's a lecce song and and i was just oh god this is really annoying and um and i wasn't really sort of like i wasn't really enjoying any of the characters so I thought, oh, this is going to be a grind. But basically, after about 10 minutes, there's the first quite good Elvis song. And I just decided I'm going to stop enjoying this as a film and just sit here and enjoy watching Elvis because I'm a bit of an Elvis fan. I enjoy just watching him moving around. He's quite poor acting. I just like to watch him move around. (laughs) He's he's quite cool outfits because he was dressed very well. and, um, And just sort of thinking about this, where this sits in Elvis history kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But as a film, it is bad. But, but but it sort of won me over, and it was all thanks to, frankly, some of the songs. Um, not particularly. Return to Send. I must admit, that's never been a favourite of mine. Um, but also Stella Stevens, who's the sort oh, of really? the club singer you're supposed to not root for. But I found yeah. I wanted them to get together. She, because I don't know, she was really cool. She's from the, the Poseidon Adventures, one of the sort of famous films she's in. Uh, okay. But she's she's just she had she had a real she had a there was a spark there you know she really yeah. gave she, she was great and um am <laughs> keeping you up dude with no, my I description I of girls 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 <laughs> everyone on the podcast Ben is yawning at my description of girls I girls had... girls I can't help but feel <laughs> a bit insulted um no anyway um and also so in terms of where this sits in Elvis films okay mm-hmm so he he did the first few films were obviously very big just because he was a huge star and everyone was like oh we, Elvis is in films by this yeah. point this is about his oh eighth film might be later than that but the point is it was blue hawaii from 61 which um that was a huge hit but had almost no effort put into it you know it was a real you know it was just really frothy and lightweight and cheaply made and was a huge hit and that was the one that sort of set the template for all the later ones and this is one of the later ones and it's definitely not his worst it's definitely not considered his worst but it's not considered a great one um and it's a but I just yeah I just found myself quite enjoying some of the silly See, songs. Um, I'm I quite like Elvis.
0: Mm. I don't, you know, we've 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 shared some Elvis time. Um, mm. There's obviously there's some Stone Cold classics, but mm. I wouldn't say I'm particularly an Elvis fan. No. So am I going to enjoy this, or actually am I just going to sit there and go, this is a bit of a turgid movie?
1: No, I think you'd hate it. Yeah, because I was pretty close to hating it And then my, as I say, the liking of Elvis Won me over in a couple of places I mean, there's this particular bit, dude When there's this fishing scene And they sing the song of the shrimp Which wasn't an Elvis song I'd come across before I love that I love that there's a song song of the shrimp That's awesome So he's there with all his mates, like You know, in this, in this, this is a fishing, a working man's, men on a working fisherman scene, and he gets, he gets given his guitar, and then he starts strumming this song, which is a bit like Banana Boat Day O by um, (laughs) Harry Belafonte, and the lyrics go: Saw three shrimp in the water, two were old and grey. I swam a little bit closer, and I heard the third one say,
0: (laughs) "Oh sweet Lord above."
1: (laughs) I was absolutely pissing myself because I've never heard this song before, and it was yeah. it was ge- genuinely kind of fantastic. But no, no, it's it's you would hate it. Um oh, okay. I, I really don't think you should watch it. Um, I think I definitely uh, won't then. No, and it's also um, the bit when he performs "Return to Sender." I'd kind of that's about halfway through, and that's almost worth watching because there's a bit about two minutes. Well, the song's only about two and a half minutes, but. About two thirds of the way through the song, where Elvis does the weirdest dance move with one leg that I've ever seen, <laughs> he just sort of sticks his leg out like just, and then just sort of wobbles it about for a bit, and then puts it down. It just It's just like right. He's like trying to
0: shake a rat out of his trousers.
1: <laughs> it's like he's really weird. I mean, this was he was, and this was after his army break. He was in his pill popping phase when this film was made. So right. So yeah, I just maybe maybe some something took. It's just weird. He looks strange, <laughs> but he is dressed very well throughout. So oh well, so that's, that's good. good. As long as he's properly clad. Oh, and I also like um Robert Strauss, who plays Mr. Krahulik in the Seven Year Itch, is yeah, the yeah. owner of the club. It's nice seeing him in this. Um, that's just one other little thing. And I won't okay. say there's much else to tell you. Have you got any questions? Well, if you say essentially, this is a uh, if you like Elvis, you might like this. If you don't care about Elvis, don't bother. <laughs> yeah, what a pointless review. <laughs> no, I like it. It's good.
0: I, I'm glad you got some enjoyment out of this, yeah. and I'm sure there are some people listening who a bit of an Elvis thing and maybe mm. completist, maybe you haven't seen this because it's not mm. one of his uh, better known films. So I like it. My other question for you is, do you have a best line, worst line, apart from maybe the shrimp?
1: Well, I was going to say, in ways, no, I don't, because because the worst line was the lyrics from from girl. Okay, here's my worst line. Okay, my worst line is from the song, the what, the title song, Girls, Girls, Girls. And there's just this particular bit when it goes, and when I pick up a sandwich to munch, a crunchy crunchety, a crunchety crunch. I never ever get to finish my lunch because there's always bound to be a bunch of girls in tight sweaters, girls in short dresses, a walking and a wiggling by you see I mean, that's yes. a, I yeah, can't that's bear quite... it even saying it's really painful that's quite bad <laughs> it's terrible oh dear um, and I and the, the only quite good line that I quite like from Stella Stevens is she says to him at one point your, your Sir Galahad Don Juan and Casanova all rolled into one mm, and yeah. her delivery on that line was alright as well so yeah. yeah maybe better than yours slightly <laughs> Yes, <Yeah>, sorry <laughs> I undersold that a bit didn't I um mm undemandingly pleasant is how I would describe this film
0: OK so we're talking a C minus E
1: I think more D plus E oh right because it is it D+- is bad it's cheap I'm it's definitely bad, not going to you know. watch it no definitely don't
0: <laughs> yeah that's fine this just saved me a good couple of hours yeah cool uh, OK well I think uh, I'm going to shuffle over to mine then. Good now, we that. did both dip into the past, although I didn't go quite far, as far back as you did. I did start watching a movie and then came to the conclusion that it wasn't a musical, <laughs> uh, which was Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, so, yes, yes. Um, we might do that another time, but frankly, I'd rather we didn't bother.
1: Um, <laughs> Bonus material,
0: everyone. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, think some, I think it has a bit of a cult following. Some people really like yeah, really? it. It's a comic book adaptation that... Um, it was a sort of mix between a whole bunch of stuff for me, but it just—I still just wasn't a big fan. Um, so then I then we, we we searched through Netflix's uh, Netflix's vaults, and we you found a stone cold gem of an idea <laughs> for me to uh, for me to watch. Um, like on paper, brilliant, brilliant plan. Puss in Boots, <laughs> so we, we got, we're classic, <laughs> and. <laughs> Starring the Prince of Awesome, <laughs> Christopher Walken.
1: Yay! As Puss. <laughs> from Christopher Puss Walken as Puss. Puss. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Now, the best thing as well, the thing that you sold it to me as well with, that it's a canon releasing thing, but it's not. It's oh, even it? better than canon releasing. It, it's actually built itself as a canon movie tale. <laughs> Oh wow! So it's a specifically canon made for kids fairy tale. <laughs> oh wow! It is absolutely awesome. The first like wah, wah, rah, and the canon like logo comes up and it says it's a movie tale. Amazing. Um, basic plot is I mean if you maybe our listeners aren't too familiar with some of the classics, but Puss in Boots, um, essentially basic plot is um, poor Miller's son uh, gets left a cat by his dying father. His, his, the eldest son gets the mill the second elder, eldest son gets a donkey and he gets a cat hmm. now
1: you would have thought that I' the, might I'm have the been third a, youngest so I know better, how that well is. yeah
0: but you're a son so in those days you probably would have got the mill <laughs> yeah, um, sure. but uh, in those you know equity share wasn't great so this guy gets the cat now the guy who gets the cat is um, is the progeny of former James Bond Sean Connery, Jason Connery.
1: Oh god, yes.
0: Yeah. So Jason Connery's youngest middle son. He gets given a cat and the cat then instructs him to get him some boots. Um <laughs> which he does with little prodding. And uh Essentially Christopher Walken they keep they do the world's worst video effect, and Christopher Walken and the cat just sort of like swap places a lot, and um and he's sort of sat in the tree, just going, "Just buy me some boots," um, um which is really creepy, and I would probably kill the cat because it's possessed and
1: weird. So sorry, just they have a do you do you mean that like sometimes it's a cat and then every now and then it will just be Christopher Walken?
0: At the beginning, yes.
1: Wow, that's the cat crazy. will be sitting
0: on the cat will be sat on a tree. Mm. and it'll cut back to um, Jason Connery's face and then cut and there'll be like a wah-wah sound and it'll cut back and there'll be Christopher Walken sat on the tree <laughs> um, going, you gotta buy me some boots <laughs> and this happens for a little while until he eventually goes and buys the cat some boots at which point, boom Walken is there in full effect and uh, he basically takes over the affairs of this young dude hmm. and um, ends up uh selling him to the king as a marquis the the opening sequence of the movie is a terrible ogre (laughs) it's amazing it opens with this ogre who is just sort of like a dude with slightly green face paint on, who then goes, I can change into anything! And then just proceeds to change into a lion and a tiger, yeah. but with really, really, really bad video effects. And they sort of like, they do this sort of terrible video um, wipe, and, it, it, and there's some stock footage of a lion there, and then there's some stock footage of a tiger. It's awesome. Um, uh, but the, the person in Boots eventually sort of, you know, tells the king that this guy that uh, Jack, whatever his name, the miller's son is actually this Marquis and then he gets him set up with his daughter and they fall madly in love and then he has to um, uh, overcome his humble upbringing and basically Puss has to uh, has to engineer a situation in which he can marry the princess and uh, and live like
1: a lord and defeat the ogre
0: yeah, okay Um, not a great deal of subtext
1: no, going Maybe, on. So it's for. I mean, it's it's for children, right?
0: Yeah, it is for children. Was this like um, at
1: Christmas time or something? Or for I don't Christmas know.
0: Time? I think I think uh, the, the Canon Canon uh, Movie Tales. They did a series of these things of like musicals with uh, musical adaptations of fairy tales for kids. Hey, so right. um, it's a t- I think it went out on CBS. It was a, it was a it was a kids you know it was a it was a TV thing. Yeah, um, but. The only thing that stops it being entirely childish is the enormously sinister presence of Christopher Walker <laughs> as Puss in boots. Um, and obviously, intermittently, they break into song. They absolutely do do the bit of someone walking down the street around oh, singing. They yeah, have a I couple of me. fantastic numbers where two people in t- two different rooms are dovetailing into each other and then sort of join together Oh, great! in the chorus. But the the over... Reaching overriding thing about this is it's Christopher Walken as Pussy (laughs) Boots and there is literally nothing else you need to know. Jason Connery is possibly, it's really funny when you know he's Jason Connery Mm. and there's, there's so many things he does like his dad, like little grins he does and it's so all the little tweaks are there, you can see his dad in him, apart from He's a terrible, terrible actor. I only know him
1: from Robin of Sherwood when he became Robin and on on, was it ITV that was made for? That's the only thing I knew him for. He took over from whoever was in the first series. Who was the bloke in the first series? I can't remember. But yeah, well, he died at the end of the first series and then somehow got resurrected and it was Jason Connery and everyone went, oh how disappointing!
0: He's so (laughs) bad. He's what's 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 hilarious is he's he's an even worse singer than he is an actor, (laughs) which takes some doing. But then you don't care because Christopher Walken is Puss in boots. And he basically, he's in this sort of red, really tight-fitting, kind of like uh, russet, and orange <laughs> kind of, um, you know, uh, tight-felt outfit. It's all very, you know, periody of that time. Not of that time, but it's all very, you know, classic fairy tale period. Mm. You know, tricorn hats and ruffles and all that kind of thing. Um, and Puss just sort of like... It's this awesome scene where... Uh, he goes hunting. And Walkins obviously watched a cat hunt. So he gets down on, he sprays out his legs and he gets down on the floor so he does that little bum wiggle that cats do. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's fab. And he's just this massively sinister Machiavellian cat that uh, engineers. Duping a king out of a daughter and a whole bunch of cash, essentially. Yeah. And oh, deposes an ogre and puts a miller's son in the on the throne. But he's a Spoiler he's a nice alert, lad, dude. To Spoiler son. alert.
1: Surely, dude.
0: Well, I'm going to go with you know. There's something like 500 years the story's been around. I'm guessing, or. Oh maybe. yeah. Slightly less. So I'm gonna quite a while. Yeah, quite fine. a while. Really, if you're an adult watching this, you can just about guess every tiny step of the way. But you'll be watching this purely for every time Christopher Walken opens his mouth. And I really wish I could do a better Christopher Walken impression because there's so many things just made brilliant by the fact that Peter uh, that um, Christopher Walken is speaking them.
1: This sounds like you had fun
0: watching this. I did. It's terrible. It's utterly appalling. But it's you know what? This is what I was thinking all the way through this, and I think it might have got there. Is this is my first uh, Zed?
1: Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. Yeah,
0: I think it's a, I think it's a bona fide Zed. It's terrible. There is no reason on earth for you to watch this apart from this amazingness of Crystal Walken being. <laughs> in boots and oh, i just man. i can't i couldn't get over it i spent the whole 96 minutes of it unable to get over the fact of how cool that was
1: <laughs> that is awesome that's our second said so sinbad of the seven seas or whatever it was called was my one and now you've got that was really cool it sounded like it, it does sound terrible but it sounds uh, like, really but, enjoyable to watch from anything else,
0: just the first 10 minutes where christopher walker just keeps appearing out of nowhere and demanding <laughs> boots that's all he does like he just seems like suddenly there's walking a tree i need boots why? You're a cat. I've never go, heard of these lords.
1: things. So I, I, have you looked up any of the other films that were made in this series? Uh, yes, and I've almost immediately forgotten them. Oh, OK. But they're all classic fairy tales, are they?
0: Yeah, they're all classic fairy tales. Um, mm. And the same
1: director directed a, a, a couple of them as well. Wow. He's I mean, got that gig kind of thing. Oh, it sounds like we should do a, an entire episode just of these. Oh, there is an
0: amazing scene where Walken is escaping from the ogre. And uh, the ogre turns into a tiger to chase him And he's still just goading him And then he runs up at the, Then the ogre turns into a dog And and Walken runs up a tree as Still as a human Walken runs up the tree And he's still he's at the top of the tree And just before the dog gets there He turns into a cat And the ogre turns back into an ogre and goes, oh, I really thought I had him. Oh, oh God, it's just that cat now. And then it's sort of like the ogre walks away and it comes back to Crystal Walken. And you know those shots that linger way too long? It's like a good 45 seconds to a minute and a half of Crystal Walken sassing the top of the tree, (laughs) all all, precariously perched in this tiny branch of the tree, just laughing (laughs) in a really weird, sinister way. It's awesome. Um, I, I don't really have a best line because it's all about delivery and i can't do the delivery and Vest line is almost everything he says but i do have a worst line oh good and i had several i was constantly updating so my worst line is a lyric from one of the songs oh good not as not, not as bad as girls 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 maybe but it's just the terrible rhyming <laughs> Show some slight excitement of the at an opera or a fox hunt. You may not show emotion at the death of your pet Dachshund <laughs> 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 This is just the best yeah. best crowbar ever. <laughs> I've I you imagine someone going, I've managed to rhyme Fox Hunt with Dachshund <laughs> The songs are all like that. They're terrible. But wow. I, at, at the same time, I've really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it if you are drunk really watch it this is definitely this is a movie to watch
1: mm. I, I just can't I, I'm picturing now you dropping some beats and somehow rapping those lyrics to me I that might should, happen I think you should do that for a birthday oh, present or something
0: oh, I do, yeah maybe it's maybe it's a Christmas Easter egg or
1: something <laughs> yeah. oh wow that sounds amazing that yeah. really does sound so much fun. <laughs>
0: oh, it's So much fun. Like it just it, seriously, it's another movie. If you've got nothing better to do, you can stick it. It's a great thing if you're doing something else. You stick it on in the background. You know, if you're doing a tax return or something, just stick that on in the background. Because the plot's totally, totally a simple, b immaterial to the fact that it's just walking, <laughs> yeah. going. I need
1: boots. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Well, congratulations boots. on your first Z, dude. I'm really thanks. Very man. pleased. I feel like my, my
0: my my Zed cherry's gone.
1: It's has <laughs> gone. Um, should we? Is it time now to um, crack on with the combo?
0: Absolutely. Combo movie a <laughs> Um What did we pick for our combo, Jono?
1: We picked um, Opening Night. Um, yes, a very modern movie. Yes, uh, 2016. It came out, and um, the plot, in a nutshell, is this: it's a, um, it, it's it's set in the real time of the first night of a new mus- a new Broadway musical, and it's all seen through the eyes of a um, former, or well, a failed Broadway singer performer who, yeah, well, I, um, who I, now I work, a- he works as a production manager, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he's the he's the he's the cast production manager for the yeah. whole um for this whole new musical that's opening mm. that night hence opening night and yeah yeah we follow him it's very almost um it opens with a it's an almost uh, uh, um player-esque yes kind of journey through the backstage area where we just sort of you know bump into all the things that are happening
1: yeah 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 and um i mean it's got quite a cast hasn't it benjamin it does have quite
0: a quite a low-key cast but quite a cast mm. um uh, I have, th- I've got a, I've got a massive soft spot for Topher Grace, and it's starring Topher Grace. Yes. Well, what um, do you, what do you know him from? Uh, he, um, apart from, he was in that '70s show, okay, which I was never a massive that. fan of, no. but he's in, um, uh, he's in Traffic. He's fantastic in Traffic. Oh, of
1: course he is. Yes.
0: And, um, he is is one of my favourite parts, even though it's tiny in Ocean's Eleven. When he's oh. at the movie star poker game that Brad Pitt's doing, it's, oh, is, it's oh, yes, yeah, of course yeah, it is. It's Topher Grace oh, and nice. um, Thingy from Dawson's Creek. Yeah, 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 and oh. he's just really brilliant in that as well. I just he's in a bunch of stuff, and I just you see him pop up occasionally. And I really, I think he's a good actor. I
1: really like him. I something yeah. about him, I just, I, I do, I, I like. Okay, uh, so got, he's the main guy. He's the the, the yes. former Broadway singer who's now a production manager. Yeah. Um and um Anna Hesh Tay Diggs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anna Hesh is is um, she's Anna a sort Hesh. of she's a sort of washed up. Yeah,
0: she's 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 the lead of the show, but she's she's definitely the
1: twilight of her career. Yeah, yeah. And um, there's Tay yeah. Diggs, of course, Ben.
0: Yes, who's <laughs> in a, a, a wide variety of things. Yeah, and both in this serious
1: and non-serious. Yeah, and in this. Definitely non serious. I mean there, we should say this is definitely this is a comedy musical, isn't it? A this is broad a broad comedy, musical, comedy yes. musical.
0: Um that's what it's going for. Yes. Uh, T- then Tay Diggs plays I, I guess Tay Diggs always plays the lead dancer, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and uh all other, the, the the person we should mention next is surely JC.
0: JC Chavez from N Sync as well.
1: <laughs> who um, plays himself, basically. Who,
0: yes, who plays himself and then various other people like the the female lead, um, oh, whose name, name I have forgotten, Alona. is in a bunch of
1: st- Alona stuff. Ta- Alona Tau.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Alona Tal. She's in she's in a bunch of other stuff, but this is her probably her biggest role to date. Even though this movie, I guess, isn't not, not that big. But yeah, um, and the guy who plays a producer, whose name i have also forgotten, uh, Rob Riggle. Yes, that's it. He's he's in a few things.
1: Yeah, he's in loads of things. In fact, he was in Helen back last from last our animation. Oh yes, animation yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Episode. Yeah. Uh, so yes yeah, so basically it follows we have the, the the trials and tribulations of opening night yeah mixed in unsurprisingly with the interpersonal relationships happening backstage um, specifically um our hero and our uh, the chorus girl who gets promoted to uh, understudy leading lady and their trauma but it all happens over the course of this opening night.
1: Yeah, and it's sort of classic kind of the show must-go-on kind of stuff with loads Very of much. anarchic, high-thespian hijinks going on.
0: Hi, absolute hijinks. And occasionally, so the musical... It's a funny musical in some ways because some of the musical actually takes place itself on stage mm. as the musical, and then
1: other times they will break into song backstage. S- sort of, but I, this is one of the things... I don't know yeah, I don't know whether you're about to bring this up, but I'm it didn't all for me it didn't almost feel like it was qualifying as a musical a lot. I think the there are
0: two things that definitely quali- two numbers definitely qualify as a musical.
1: Yeah. But do you know what um, I mean? It was like for I was yes, watching I know quite long mean. sections going, This almost doesn't feel like a musical. No, but it's though-
0: interesting because at the beginning he just says how much he how much he thinks musicals suck and how much yeah. he hates people just randomly bursting into song.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it
0: sort of buys itself that there. But it definitely does mm. hit with a couple of musical numbers and I think oh the final thing to say about this is that the musical itself is based on one hit wonders
1: yeah oh of course important and point and so
0: what we get is um, the entire it's, it's soundtracked by the musical numbers on stage which are one hit numbers that one-hit wonders that you'll all know and also they do medleys of those when they do their their classic musical numbers backstage kind of thing yeah they're, yeah they're sort of mashed up medleys um, and then occasionally JC Chavez will throw in some sync.
1: yeah yeah and he's yeah, he's got quite a big part in this, really, hasn't he? He's not—he's he a surprisingly big. He's part He's not just a cameo. He's quite a key character because basically, yeah, yeah, he's playing—he's playing a sort of sleazy, jokey version of himself, and he's trying it on with the Chloe character. The you, you know he's yes. trying, you know there's very, he basically but, sleeps with everyone in the cast. Yeah, yeah. Sort of the and he's essentially um, the sort of bad guy, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, but while well, still not actually being that bad. No, no, no. He's not evil or anything. He's just a mm. bit sleazy.
0: But yeah, so we sort of follow this. Yeah, you, know, you said this sort of the hijinks of this ragtag bag of theatrical misfits.
1: <laughs> oh, well said. You should do the uh, do the promotion for this film. Um, yes. Yeah. So, 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 what did you think of the film, Ben? Well, that's a very
0: good question, Jono. Um, what did I think of the film? See, I was really keen to talk to you about this. I was very interested to see what you thought about the film. There are, I mean. I'll go through some of my notes, shall I? Yeah, why not? I started off saying, it's a bit too acty. I can feel the script. This is really overwritten. <laughs> I like Hope for Grace a lot. I wish this was better. The music within a musical sort of really sucks. And I do mean the actual quality of the musical that they're putting on stage. Really bad. Especially the <laughs> beginning of it when they're kind of like, and then there was, it was almost, it, you know, it went into Father Ted territory. And, <laughs> yeah. and then in the 80s, there was this. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I sort of get about halfway through um, and um she comes out and she sings I'll stop the world and melt with you that was which is sort of my tipping point.
1: Mm. That was That's the... when I start that was the one song that I thought that's that was that bit was quite good.
0: Yeah. Oh, so then I went into I am kind of enjoying it, though. <laughs> and then they did the Mambo number 5 thing, which I really enjoyed. Hmm. Yeah. And and I did. I wrote a couple of notes, sort of spoilerific, that did come true. You know where this plot is going to go. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I sort, I sort of ended up in this really odd place where I started off going, "It's a bit rubbish, isn't it?" And then just got a bit drawn in by it. And by the end of it, I just went, "Oh, I quite enjoyed that." The end's awful. The but ending I is
1: awful. I, I'm going to cut in a little bit and just say because I'm in a similar place. I thought it was absolutely toe-curlingly embarrassingly bullshit and so thespian and annoying and bloody blah and I hated it hated it hated it but I noticed about halfway through that I was constantly smiling <laughs> yes it's just a thing it's <laughs> so, terrible And you go I've in spite of myself I appear to be enjoying so, but this. I do think it does have some of that sort of car crash TV stuff going on I think it does have so bad it's good stuff you know it's got a hint of a Z yes. film about it in some ways because I do think in some I mean, ways it's, I some of f- the plot lines are, are so, so. some of the jokes are so bad but yet there's something about it that's, I think there's enough sort of energy or something I think that I think, they just does it. just get away with it
0: the performances raise it because I think Time for Grace mm. is really good yeah he's um, like. The girl whose name I keep forgetting is Chloe. Yeah, she's, she's good. She's really, she's really, she's really personal. She wrote Alone Tay Diggs, is, I, I really like Tay Diggs in it.
1: Yeah, he's good. Yeah,
0: he's really good. Oh, I it.
1: really hate it. Okay, the, his sort of comedy subplot. Is a sort of a sort of we've who's going to bag the good-looking new dancer between him and uh, one of the one of the females. She's actually... Sort
0: of I've forgotten her name as well. Yeah, I wrote down she's her a, name as well. She's a, a really big Broadway star. Uh, yeah. And she
1: and, real life kind of thing. She's a big Broadway fan. Yeah, and she plays a really larger-than-life character in this. But they yeah, sort of... She's
0: very Bette Midler kind of thing. Very sort of... Yeah, definitely. Uh, Buxomy, vampy, Bette
1: Midler style. Yeah. But they're sort of... The three, the payoff for that particular plot line made me just go, ugh. Just, just Yes, yeah, so although I
0: quite such... like the bit when they were hurling insults at each other.
1: Yeah, I did. There was, I, again, I thought there were, it had a... Bits some... of it... I was trying a bit hard, but yeah. I just...
0: Adolf Diddler, I thought, was quite a good one.
1: Yeah, that was, I, I noted down that one actually. Yeah. Um, I thought, I, I, I didn't necessarily think he was brilliant in this, but Rob Riggle, okay, I want to talk a little bit about Rob Riggle, who plays the producer, okay? So he's a producer. Yes. He's, he's, he's only interested in the cash and he just shouts at everyone and fires people. And, and he's quite that vulgar kind of and vulgar, un- unlikable. Yeah. 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 Unlikable in every way. But that actor, Rob Riggle. Mm. I just there's something about him I think he's got a little bit of Chevy Chase vibe I think he gives off a sort of oh that's that sort of he, he's, he's physically quite similar to Chevy Chase I think but he just yeah, gives yeah. off that sort of natural funny bone thing I think see the thing is for me I, I
0: watched it twice did you? Um, yeah wow because I had some more time today I was right, doing just doing a refresh um, kind of thing yeah I was doing some quite if I'm doing something relatively mundane I sort of need to have something else on so I can actually concentrate on the mundane thing sounds Mm. weird but it's true Um, so I put this movie on just to refresh my mind um, while I did the mundane thing Mm. Um, and uh, it was the first time round, he was easily my low point. I thought he was really unfunny, really badly written. And the second time round, I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. No. Well, I uh, I say I like. I was wanting to bring him up just as I quite like him, but I don't yeah. necessarily yeah, yeah. like him in this. But he's because he's a, I mentioned it because he's. No, quite but I liked a him a lot
0: lot more the second time. Yeah. Around, yeah. I sure, I, sure. I got that
1: vibe. But more. he also had my 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 best line in this. Oh really? Which one? Well, this thing it's It's not a very. It. it this is my best line. Worst line. <laughs> loads of worse lines in this but my best line is just it's the payoff bit right at the end when you know the two people you want to get together do get together and you know when people can kind of whistle by putting two fingers in their mouth and going you know doing that sort of you know, that really high-pitched, loud whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, just, and he does... He puts the two fingers in his mouth and just kind of does this kind of... Whoa, whoa, ..kind of sound, and he just kind of goes, I could never actually do that, or something. And his... I thought his delivery on that was really good, but it's still the yeah, kind yeah. Of thing that comes across very well in a podcast described by a man. No, so,
0: something I did like as well, I have to say, and I normally hate... Is I thought the credit sequence outtakes were genuinely quite funny. Yeah,
1: they were quite funny. I, I really
0: quite, they were quite sweet and quite funny. Yeah. And I thought that was actually a measure of how much that movie had won me over mm. by how willing I was to go with that. Mm. It looked like, it looked like uh, I guess it's not one of those movies that looked like it was an awful lot of fun to make. Yeah. And maybe that didn't quite translate, but I think actually I'm wrong. I think that that's, I think it, I think it was quite bad, mm. but the fun they had making it. As as so infrequently happens, did translate, and that's what caught me up with it. That's what drove me along with it. Is actually, I sort of kind of tail ended on some of the fu- of some some of the vibe the cast was giving of how much fun it was to be there, and I got sucked in.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think I think there were a few tiresome things. That, well, there, there were loads of tiresome things, but there was enough that let you like that. I did like that that bass player who's constantly trying to score drugs. I found quite annoying. The, as I say, yeah. the sort of. I've the just sex seen, I've seen one of my notes
0: actually that said the whistle thing was funny from the producer. Oh,
1: yeah, agree. <laughs> oh, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really made me laugh. Anyway, um, but yes, the bass player was annoying. The scoring
1: drag scene was annoying. Yeah, um, and I didn't. I, I, I thought. I thought Anna Hesh was fine, but I found. I found Anne, Anne Hesh. Sorry, yeah, I always always call her Anna for some reason. Um, I thought, yeah, Anne Hesh is kind
0: of fine. Actually, I was really. I tell you who surprised me it was J C Chavez, mm-hmm. um, because. Uh, there was a couple of bits in this movie where I did laugh out loud and they were nearly all him bits <laughs> it's like it's the bit when he says goodbye to Topher Grace at his, um, his uh, dressing room door and closes the door and just hear in the background going bye bye bye, bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's all these little bits where he tries to slip in he does this really bad slipping in sync gags and actually they were all really quite funny I found because that little just a little voice through the door just going
1: Bah, bah. Just, just just to bring this back to the to the fact that we're doing a musical episode as yes, a musical not a comedy as, as a, a musical, musical no. it is oh, shite. I just, really, shite. I mean, there was that sorry, one bit I when I thought that the, the character Chloe, I liked that song, but I thought the the use of music was terrible, more or less, more or less from beginning to end. I didn't really like any of the musical moments.
0: Uh, I quite enjoyed the Mambo number no. five one, and I quite enjoyed yeah, okay. the um, that was the and I really bit, I, I enjoyed you. the duel with. Tay Diggs and the woman. that like, I know what boys like, and yeah. then him doing the you and me baby ain't nothing but mammals mash up with the Bloodhound Gang thing. I quite enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I think I got through that. I, I think that was the point when I sort of noticed that. I sort of like got to the end of that scene. Note thought that was terrible, but noticed that I was had a sore face from smiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: mean? See, they, 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 those two were very classic musicals numbers. They were yeah. dance production musical thing, mm. and that that's what yeah that's what sort of made me. Could I go, no, all right, you can get in. Hmm. You just get in under the wire as a musical, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah, just. Just Just. I'm pretty sure as well, I need to, I didn't go through this in my notes, but I'm pretty sure there was some inconsistency with song choices. They weren't all one hit wonders. I'm sure I noticed a couple and thinking, No, wait a minute, he had loads he had follow up hits but I bet they were ham they must have been completely hamstrung by what, what rights they could get to you know, what song rights they could get to use cheaply yeah, enough kind yeah. of thing. You know, they probably couldn't get video killed the radio star or whatever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, they didn't do too badly. But yeah, I agree with you. There was some, there were some poor choices. But overall, I'm, I'm, in spite of myself, I, I had a pretty enjoyable hour and three quarters
1: watching. Oh, we this, should either. say by the way, it's directed by a bloke called Isaac Rents, and this is his only mm. full length movie to date. And in fact, most of the things he's done are videos. He's done them for Five Seconds of Summer, the Australian kind of, you um, know, them, yeah. the punk, the yeah, 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 punk pop, yeah, bull crap. That my daughter likes. Um, yeah, I really. Say. Well, she like she likes. Um, oh, what's the one with underwear? In the I tires? do not know. Oh well, don't don't worry about it. She likes no. one of their songs.
0: Oh great. Um, so, yeah, I uh, for me, it's sort of a solid C. It might be a C plus just
1: because I smiled a lot. Well, I wrote down when I, during my notes I wrote down. I think this is heading for a Z in that I thought it was awful really awful at times but I found myself enjoying it but in the end I think it's more like I think it's worse than that I think it is a D but I kind of think I I would almost say you should try it because it is so so. you
0: disliked it more than I did I think there's there's points where I wasn't going this is just awful Mm. there's points where it's about oh and Topher Grace as someone who's meant to be a sort of um, a Broadway star they, they probably should have cast someone who can actually sing like a Broadway.
1: Well, well, okay. Well, Here is another bit for my notes. I've just written the word "ending" twice with five exclamation marks after it, and then in brackets, <laughs> is, ask Ben about mini ending. Spoiler. I was this really mini spoiler. There, the, well, there is just his singing in the final song. it was just like, look, I don't care if he can sing or not. The bloke at the Stone what? Roses couldn't sing very well. Why didn't they re-record that so he sounded better? I, I know this is the thing. Were well, they, they, they going overdone? for a realism it else thing? To do it. I was wondering I if they would know. do it. You know, because of the it way was he really was so s- he was so sort of um, at the beginning. He had that line, as you said, about being you know he hates musicals. He hates the, yeah. the unrealistic way. I wondered whether that was them trying to think like be clever. Let's give him a moderately realistic sounding final song. If you know what I mean, like with yes. But I don't, I don't think it know. was that. I think it was just but he like... can't sing. It's just he's not a very good singer. Why didn't they re-record it? I don't understand.
0: I don't, I don't understand. know. I don't know. It was an odd choice or lack of choice. Yeah. Anyway, for me, it's in the C camp. For you, it's in the D camp. Yeah. Um, go for it, people. Whatever you fancy. It's frivolous. It's silly. Mm. Um. I I I found it hard. It sounds like Johnny found it hard not to like it on some level.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair.
0: Okay. So right. So next time around. Now I it's 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 you know it. It's something that could not be more done to death, I'm going to say. Um, and it's something that uh, you and I are probably both a bit sick of. I'm certainly getting really sick of The Walking Dead, which is just annoying the hell out of me. Oh, really? um, but zombies, I think next time zombies. We've put it off for 30 episodes. Netflix is stacked to the gunwale with zombie movies. Really and I, t- to be honest, they do need a watch. They need a clear out. You're right. You're right.
1: I, I, I agree. We're both quite sick of it, but maybe this could maybe this could reinvigorate our. our maybe we can refine some love of, some love of, of, of zombies. Because I mean, yeah. we still both love what we love about the zombie films. It's just there's exactly. so many of them.
0: Yeah, it's just it is literally overkill. Yeah. Um. So yeah. All right. Next time, it is the uh, the legions of the undead. But there are like I've already had a look. There are so many. Yeah, that we won't have any like, problem. There's so many low budget different, like there's some low budget Aussie ones on there there's some Brazilian ones, there's a whole bunch of different let's ones try so do, many,
1: Let's try and do foreign language zombie films
0: We could try and do foreign language zombie films We'll see about that one <laughs> 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 um, and, uh, Put a cross next to the idea Yes, that, thanks, <laughs> thanks for your input Jono um, you, Until that one People out there in Listener Land If you have any ideas of stuff you would like us to listen to please get in touch on Twitter primarily we watch anything it's pretty easy to find um, gmail at gmail.com um, and same at Facebook um, and if you've listened to all of our podcasts and you've hit subscribe and you've reviewed us on the Apple store which is a really nice thing to do by the way if you wouldn't mind it's really um, nice. have a listen to some other podcasts in the BritPod scene because um, there's a lot of good stuff out there and really just uh, you know keep it frosty till next time yeah, what does just, that mean just just be you you know yeah just nice. hang with your dudes I like it thanks for listening <sighs> speak to you soon
1: yeah take care bye take care out
0: there bye, bye. look after each other <laughs>